Welcome to Swimming Upstream, the 10-minute podcast about Catholicism, technology, culture, baseball, whatever else might come up. I'm your host, Eric Sammons. This is episode number four. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about the old evangelization. You can find the show notes for this episode at ericsammons.com slash podcast slash four. Again, that's ericsammons.com slash podcast slash four. I'll be putting some links to different things like my book, The Old Evangelization, and maybe some other articles there. Okay, so I just had a book published by Catholic Answers Press called The Old Evangelization, How to Spread the Faith Like Jesus Did. The title is purposely provocative because in Catholic circles, at least, all everybody talks about is the new evangelization. So what is the old evangelization? Well, first, let's go ahead and define the new evangelization. The new evangelization is a coined term termed by Pope John Paul II back in the late 70s, early 80s. And by it, he was talking about the fact that we're in a new situation in the church, that Previously, for centuries, evangelization meant missionary work, basically going to other countries and talking to people who had never heard about Jesus and telling them about the Catholic faith. So think of somebody like St. Francis Xavier. But now we're in a situation in which people who, are, who say they're Catholic, who are baptized Catholics, are not evangelized. They don't really know what it means to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. And so, literally, we might have to evangelize people who are sitting next to us in the pews. So that's one part of the new evangelization, is that it's a new situation. Another aspect of the new evangelization is that he talked about new methods, new methods to reach out to people, because we're living in a time, a great communications revolution, in which the ways we communicate with others is radically changing overnight. Even when he thought of it, there was no, well, there was an internet, but there was no internet that, that the common man used. And so we see we have these new situations. Okay, so what's wrong with the new evangelization? Obviously, if I'm writing a book about the old evangelization, I I have some type of critique about the new evangelization. I don't really have a problem with what John Paul II talked about. What I have a problem with is how it has been co-opted by many people, many organizations and Catholics, and really it's now focused just on the, the new methods and technology and talking and, and how we share our faith through Facebook or Twitter, things like that. And also is about making Catholicism palatable. How can we make it so others will accept what we believe by dumbing down what we believe and what we teach so that others will accept it? And so I feel like it's turned a lot of times into marketing attempts and pseudo-Protestant methods of bringing people into the faith. And so that's why I wanted to get back to the old evangelization. Okay, so what is the old evangelization? I would say, in an essence, it's one-on-one personal encounters which challenge people to conversion. Okay, so let's break that down. That's really, there's two aspects to that. One-on-one personal encounters which challenge people to conversion. So first of all, 
It's the idea of one-on-one personal encounters, meaning it's not about necessarily posting a lot of stuff on Twitter or Facebook or having a blog or anything like that. And note, I have all those things. I do all those things. So I'm not saying those things are bad, but that's not the essence of what evangelization is. The old evangelization is personal one-on-one encounters with people where you, you meet people and you get to know them and you share your faith with them naturally. And what we see is every single person can do this because we all have relationships with people. We have family members, we have friends, we have coworkers, people we meet at the grocery store. We have encounters with other people. And so we have the opportunity to have these encounters which lead to evangelization. But also, remember the second part of the definition, one-on-one personal encounters which challenge people to conversion, challenge people conversion. We're not just simply telling them how about the Catholic faith with no purpose to it. We want them to become Catholic. We want them to become Catholic. Now, we know it's through the power of the Holy Spirit that that could happen. It's not going to happen through just our great words or actions or anything like that, but it's going to happen through the power of the Holy Spirit, but we should actively pursue it happening. I know myself, I grew up evangelical Protestant, converted to Catholicism. The reason I converted is because Catholics around, and around me wanted me to convert and work towards my conversion. You hear at all levels of the church, including the highest levels, basically suggestions that we shouldn't try to convert people to Catholicism. That's not true. We should try. We shouldn't do it against their, uh, their, their free will. It's not like we're forcing people to do it. Yet, we should be working towards it. And we have to, to do that, we have to challenge them to abandon their old way of life. We have to challenge them to not live as the way they've always been living. That they need to change things. Like, for example, if they're in an immoral living situation, maybe living with their boyfriend or girlfriend, or they've been divorced and remarried and didn't get an annulment, or they're living a homosexual lifestyle, or whatever the case may be, we call them to, to come out of that lifestyle, to live in a different way. And so we're calling it a conversion. And in my book, The Old Evangelization, I use the example of Jesus Christ himself as the model of evangelization. You know the old saying, what would Jesus do? Well, what would Jesus do when it comes to evangelization? And what we see is exactly what I've been talking about, personal one-on-one encounters which challenge people to conversion. To use one example, the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman at the well, what happens there? Jesus meets the Samaritan woman at the well in the middle of the day, and he begins talking to her about something very natural, the fact that they're drawing water out. They need water. And he, though, brings it to eternal water, water that brings eternal life. And so he gets her interested in spiritual matters. But then what does he do? And it's a beautiful story at this point. Everybody might say, agree with it. Oh, that's great. He, he talks about the faith to this woman. But it goes deeper because he talks about then her bringing her husband, and she doesn't have a husband. And he says, you're right. You've had five husbands, and the man you're with now is not your husband. In other words, he directly challenges their, this woman's irregular marriage situation, which is obviously a hot topic today. And so in the end, what he does is he wants to call her out of that lifestyle that separates her from the love of Christ and from the discipleship of Christ. And he wants to call her out of that and to live a new life. 
And that's exactly the model for us today. We can't simply ignore the fact if somebody's living in a situation that is contrary to the gospel, we have to instead lovingly, charitably, but clearly call them out of that. And so if somebody is divorced and remarried, for example, without an annulment, we have to very clearly say, no, you can't receive communion because you're in a situation that is contrary to the gospel, contrary to the Ten Commandments. Because that's exactly what Jesus did. He called them out of that. Okay, so the old evangelization, again, is one-on-one personal encounters which challenge people to conversion. And that's not necessarily completely against the new evangelization. Obviously, John Paul II, that's what he wanted as well, was to challenge people to conversion. But I think in the end, the the new evangelization has a lot of aspects of it have been forgotten. The old evangelization aspects of the new evangelization have been forgotten. And we just focus on things like, oh, let's have a great Facebook page. Let's do great social media. And let's use technology to tell people about the church, but tell them in such a way that it's only attractive in the sense the world looks at attractive. Well, I'll tell you what, that method has already been used by mainline Protestant denominations like the Episcopal Church and others and it's led to a loss of millions of members because nobody's interested in that. That's, that's not something people are attracted to. They're attracted to a greater way of living, which is only found by living the Catholic faith. Okay, if you are interested in this topic and you want to know more about the old evangelization, obviously I recommend, recommend my book, The Old Evangelization, How to Spread the Faith Like Jesus Did. It's by Catholic Answers Press, and you can get it at my website, ericsammons.com, or you can get it at uh, CatholicAnswersPress.com or of course at Amazon. This is a topic very dear to my heart, and so I pray that you all would uh, be interested in it and learn more about evangelization and obviously do it in your own lives. Thank you. God bless.